Hello and welcome to FGC Philosophy. My name is a philosopher and this is where we level up inside and outside the virtual arena. We do that because it's important to grow every day if possible. It's important to have a mindset that helps you grow. And I've learned over the years of dealing with depression and suicide and uh, game addiction, if that's what I want to call it today, even at parts of my life acknowledging that I may be gaming too much or just not getting the things that I want to get done, done, not moving forward in my life, whatever that reason may have been, I felt like I was stuck. I didn't want to feel stuck in life or in competitive gaming anymore, so I, I changed that about myself. And I want to share the thoughts and the processes and anything related to that that might help other people continue to move on and be the highest level of themselves, the, the best version of themselves. So that's why I do that and that mindset helped me to come up with this topic today. Uh, it's going to be something that is always being revisited because new people, new mindsets, new experiences. It's, it's important to always discuss the mindset of, of growth, the, the things that make you do and, and be. And so it doesn't really make too much sense. I'm going to break down a little bit more, but the main topic is, is how do we as a community grow? How as a community do we get better? Uh, what, what is that factor, that X factor, that it thing that makes certain FGCs very strong and others kind of mediocre or just not as high level competitive? Like they're still very fun. They're still big. They could be just whatever it may be they're focused on, but why aren't they better if they want to get better? But we'll get to that in a little bit. I want to give a few updates first because I don't feel like I've been really updating you guys as much as I should be in terms of what's going on with my personal life or just areas that might affect uh, my YouTube or, or my streams because I take those very seriously and I haven't really been able to prioritize them as much as I'd like to. Uh, I thought I'd have more free time during this quarantine and I was highly misinformed. Parenting takes up more time and <laughs> I'm okay with that. And the only issue I have now is just making sure that I update you guys as I go. Uh, so the first update is we had our first in-person locals since this quarantine happened. It's been 13 or 14 weeks, I think 13 weeks, because we've done an online weekly every week since quarantine happened. So we did 13 of them uh, every Thursday at seven to basically 12. Uh, and it was, it was amazing. It was tiring just because of all the other things going on in my personal life, but it was great to do. But I've got to tell you, going in person and seeing all the members of the FGC in person, like, I can't even put words to how I feel now and how I felt then. It's, the closest thing I can say is it felt like a family reunion. It felt like I was seeing a bunch of old family members and then also a few that I haven't really gotten a chance to get to know, uh, but still seeing them come out and support the community means a lot. Uh, I don't really think of this as my FGC in terms of ownership. I think of it as mine as in my community that I, I represent and I look forward to seeing, but uh, no, no words. I do not feel like the like owner of the tournament and it, it, I can't fully because it's been helped be built by several different people. You know, I would say the, the main core founders were me. Uh, and the owners of Glitch Gaming Lounge. I still very much respect them, and they're the ones that help us get this FGC, this community off the ground. And then uh, when that partnership reached its end, 
it was time to find a new home. And that new home is LFG, which we are at now. And they also helped us because they, they had very much an intent of doing this anyway. I just helped them to find the people who would be most interested in doing fighting game tournaments. I already knew most of them. Uh, so that partnership worked really nicely. But I think they would have succeeded to some extent on their own as well. But it was it was great to be uh, a part of that. And that's where we are now. And we're, we're all growing together and we have a good home that wants to keep doing this. They're still in business, which is amazing. And I want to help them stay in business. So shout out to LFG. They are some really, really cool people. Mandel, Darcy, Amy, like all the cooks are really nice. I just greatly appreciate them. The next topic is one I'm super excited for because it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. Uh, I never knew how I was going to do it, but uh, I, I knew that I would. This is like before I was part of the FGC, before I was doing in YouTube videos, I was like, man, I want to have some cool items that represent me. And I, I can never come up with a design. I'm not that creative kind of person. So for me to have my own mug, this is a limited month, limited run mug that I'm going to be doing because we did the online locals. And since the online locals are at least temporarily shut down, uh, I want something to remember it by because that was a very, it, it wasn't just me that ran it, it was a bunch of people. And this kind of represents all that, that work that we put in over those 13 weeks to have tournaments that were growing. We had Match Arena, so we had crowdfunded prize pools. Uh, so yeah, like this, this is that thing for me. Uh, if you guys want to get one yourself, if you want to support this, I have a link that I'll put in here somewhere, uh, probably in the show notes if you're watching this on the podcast version description if you are on the YouTube version. I don't really get a bunch of money off of this. This is more so just to put back into the FGC. Uh, my goal is to start building up the FGC, getting equipment specifically for it so that I can stream better or or maybe software or anything that's going to help this community grow. And, and so that's, this is the first thing, but I do plan on having Retrowave themed uh, clothing. I'm, I'm super excited for that. I'm trying to come up with the concepts right now. If you're an artist and you want to help me conceptualize, hey, I'm open to suggestions or ideas. But but yeah, I, I'm super excited to actually have merch. I don't want to be shilly or anything like that because it's, it's not about the money for me, but it's about having something out there that represents me. And for me, it's gaming, personal development, and retrowave. Like, those three things are kind of my jam and have been for a while, like just 80s style aesthetic with uh, something motivational. You know, this one doesn't say anything motivational. It's just the FGC, the, like the ad for the online local, the banner basically for the online locals, the, the final banner, I'll say. I like that design. I was actually really proud with that. The person that made the logo, I'll have links to that person as well. He, he helped me conceptualize, like he came up with the concept. Um, I tidied it up a little bit, sent it back to him. He up, like he made it look even better and, and it, it's, I can't own that logo because I didn't make that, you know, he did. And that's, I want to give him a shout out because that's really, really cool. And I want to keep upgrading and tweaking the logo as we grow and improve as a community. So yeah, you can find the link to that. Uh, I think it's probably 15 bucks uh, is the price of the mug. Don't quote me on that. I'll, I'll put information for you guys. Kind of a side note. I feel like brain fog has been my, my bane right now. I'm starting. I'm starting to sleep better, so that's being taken away. But sometimes it feels like I'm just becoming more aware of how much brain fog I actually have. So it is so hard to find my words, but I am very driven to make sure that this is something that I can improve as well. So making these podcasts and talking and really listening to myself talk, as much as I dislike doing that, 
making sure that I, I speak as clearly as possible. It also minimizes editing. So kind of a pro tip for any other podcasters or content creators, enunciate better the first time and you won't have to take as many cuts. Another update is in case you guys haven't seen yet, we did stop the online locals. What I said in the discord was if you guys are still interested in doing an online local, I can look at moving it to a different date, but it just won't be Thursdays. Uh, but I do want to still support the online scene. So if there is a demand or even if you just need me to help you give advice on running an online tournament and somebody else wants to run it, uh, I can totally help you do that, set up the brackets and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I really, really want to support the scene. And now that we've had some online locals, I've met people who aren't actually physically local, but are part of our community, which is why I like the term online local. To me, it doesn't mean just a physical location. It means a group of people that grow together. And that, that's, that's what locals kind of means to me. That's what I've observed it to be. And that's my fondest way of thinking about the term rather than a little bit more calculated or logical. The last little update that'll actually mix into this topic is I look forward to the growth of all the players that I've seen. Uh, actually seeing them in person is amazing. And I've gotten to play with quite a few of them, I feel. And a lot of them have grown or continue to grow. Uh, and it also feels nice that I feel like I can keep up with them as well. I have not been playing as much as I'd like, but I don't feel stuck. Uh, I feel like my only issue is just putting in more time, which as I prioritize the other areas of my life, i.e. parenting, uh, finances, you know, making sure that we're able to make money, my health, my personal health, sleeping properly, uh, exercising more, that means less time doing this. Uh, but once I get better at those things, I will free up more time and be able to put more time into playing games and making content. But I want to I want to play to grow. And sometimes you're just playing just to play the game. You're not really in the right mindset. You're not really learning or growing. You're just blindly playing the game and autopiloting throughout the entirety of that time. Uh, I don't want to do that. I can't afford to waste time just blindly playing a game. I, I play fighting games because I like the growth and the, the zen of it, the kaizen, the, the growth of it. Uh, I don't play just to, to play. I don't play to really just, just to have fun, if that makes sense. I know that's kind of weird, but I, I think of it as a, a philosophical journey. You know, I don't just think of it as something that is, I do it because I, I like it or it's fun, it's kind of a, a way of life is my mindset. There's many areas of my life where I'm practicing this mindset. Like I said before, parenting, my health, working out, meditation, there's many, many areas. Fighting games is one of them, but right now, it's not the right time for me to allocate that time. But even though I don't put a lot of time into it, I've still seen a little bit of growth on top of maintaining what I've already learned, which is, huge and I, I feel really good about that because once I do put in more time, uh, the sky's the limit. You know, I've been thinking so much about different areas that I can work on. So I have tons of things that I can work on. And so I'm just doing one thing at a time, just slowly growing in areas that I think are really important. Sometimes it's just for fun, but hey, uh, playing different characters, just spending time with the game, even just watching matches, doing these online tournaments. I didn't always compete in them, but I watched all the matches because I was the one running the stream and doing the commentary. Uh, so I was always looking at the game and I can't stress enough how much watching matches still helps me grow or helps me maintain my, my mindset, the, the knowledge of the game. There's so many different minor rules that you 
it, it becomes a lot if you don't find ways to consolidate that information and revisit it on a regular basis or not so much like, oh, this is eight frames on block the next day. Oh, eight frames on block. Yes, this is nice. I need to remember this. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying you see the situations because you're fighting people, you know that this is, it's not your turn. You know that this is your turn on the block or you can jump during this situation. You, you are constantly exposed to those things over and over and over again until it goes to a different part of your brain. It goes from your short term to your long term. Then it's kind of locked into that, that spot. You don't have to keep reading it all the time to stay knowledgeable on it. You don't always have to read the frame data. You just have to be exposed to the information that's relevant to uh, however you want to play or winning the match or whatever you're trying to do. Uh, that's pretty much usually trying to win or win a situation. So you do that you're good to go. Uh, but being conscious of it is obviously a huge part of that. So I've digressed enough. This conversation is actually a really good segue into the main topic, which is growing a community. And there's a few things that I wanna talk about that I have written down. And there's a few things that I've thought about since actually doing this introduction that I'll, I'll sprinkle in there as we go. But that main topic of being conscious of, of your thoughts, of being conscious of what you're doing in the game, I think it's equally important to be conscious of what you're doing with your emotions and your personal thoughts. There's a lot of people that don't grow simply because they're too caught up in their emotions and everything is about how they feel in the moment or a large chunk of what they're thinking is about being in the moment. And it's a huge distraction. Like if you're thinking about something, it's just scientifically proven that your brain's not as effective at doing what you're actually doing. You're not playing the game. You're too busy thinking about whatever is making you upset. Even if it's relevant to the game, the longer you do that, the longer you stay mad, the more of a distraction that becomes. And some people may already be aware of that, but don't know how to fix that. But it starts with actually paying attention to what you're thinking, paying attention to how you feel. Because either you can start to self-correct as you notice those things, or you need to either do some research or get professional help if you can't actually start swaying that on your own after being aware of it. There's some sort of habit that you're doing that's a little bit unhealthy. If you're constantly beating yourself up, it's not beneficial to you. It's, not, it's no longer a self-preservation technique once it actually becomes detrimental. It's just a, a bad habit. And you can replace your bad habits with good habits. But I can't stress enough noticing them without judgment, just paying attention. It's almost like meditation in a way where... In a lot of meditations, you, you don't interact with your thoughts. You just are aware of them and you don't judge. Because sometimes you can think a thought, agree with that thought or disagree with that thought or judge that thought. Like that was a stupid thought. Why would you ever think something stupid like that? Like, or, for example, I think the easiest example for me when I was younger is just talking to girls. I would start to play dialogues in my head and then feel emotions based off those dialogues. You know, you see a girl and say, oh, you should go talk to her. What do you, that's a stupid idea. All you're going to do is go ahead and embarrass yourself. Why would you do something like that? Then agreeing with that thought, then feeling sad about that thought, and then getting mad about that thought because, oh, what was me? The world is out to get me. Yada, yada, yada. Like, if you have ever thought something like this, you probably can really relate to this mindset with fighting games as well, where you get mad at a character or you get mad at a situation. Like, why is that move plus bajillion? You know, just all kinds of stuff. You can, you can think about these ideas that you've done. And if you can do that, then you can also pay attention to something more constructive. Because you're, if you're not the best player in the world, that's a waste of time to complain. 
someone else has already figured out how to beat it. So you have the option of researching it and seeing if someone's done it or figuring it out on your own and being the first person to figure out something that a lot of pros haven't figured out for some reason. There's, there's a lot of choices out there. And I think I'm going to be a little bit more blunt in this video than normal because I think a lot of people, uh, they don't need to have the information sugarcoated. They need to just be told straightforward. And so I want to be that voice at least in this episode. So start paying attention to what you're thinking. Like, I'm going to keep drilling that to, to people because the next questions are going to matter. Like, what were you thinking? Like, as a, as a coach, I'm going to ask you, what were you thinking? What were you feeling? And I get a lot of I don't knows. And that's, that's perfectly normal. I've been there. I still get there sometimes when I'm not really conscious of what I'm doing in situations. Uh, sometimes you know people so well, you don't think about what you're saying before you say it. You just say the first thought that comes to mind because you're so comfortable. And as a result, you have to deal with the aftermath of whatever that other person feels because they could take it a million different ways because you didn't take that time to think about it. Anywho, if this is a topic you think I should break down a little bit more, I can do that in another podcast or another video. So just let me know. Leave a comment down below because I, I have more to say about this, but I don't want to beat a dead horse uh, and I don't want to go too deep into this topic in this specific episode. The next topic is how bought in are you? A lot of companies use this terminology and really focus in on this in terms of psychology of how bought in is somebody to an idea or a product because a lot of people use bought in in terms of physical products or or even like software something like that you're bought into the software you're, you're bought into apple you're, you're bought into that that family uh, but it can also be bought into a philosophy religion politics sports you're, you're bought into the the bears or uh, whatever lebron james plays for i don't watch basketball the question becomes, how bought in are you to actually improving at the game? I really encourage people to look at the idea of separating fun from something that you want. Uh, I definitely believe that you can have a lot of fun doing things, but sometimes the not fun parts of doing things that you overall like hinder you from actually getting better at the game because a lot of people focus too much on the fun part. I Again, that's fine. If you play fighting games for fun, that's different than fighting playing fighting games to improving it better. Those, those are two different things. They can very much intersect, and a lot of times they very much do. Uh, but sometimes for different people, like for me, I find the fun part playing against good opponents. And if I'm not at a point to where I can't play those opponents and at least understand something about it and learn and grow, then I get a little bit frustrated. Now, I do have to work through a lot of other things, but that motivator helps me to get through to those things. So I can sit down in the training room and just do something that feels kind of boring to me, but still feel accomplished at the end of that. It's almost like, like working out. Like it's physically painful sometimes, or it's mentally painful other times when you just don't want to do it. Uh, you can physically do it, you just mentally don't want to. And you still do it. And even if you don't feel physically good, uh, I, I think it's at least worth feeling good about the fact that you went through with it despite the fact that you didn't want to. That shows willpower. That means you have something to appreciate. That all goes back to the topic of being bought into something. Are you willing to do the unfun things to get to the point that you want to be at? People have career goals or, or sports goals or something that they want to do. They find a way to enjoy the process. But they have the foresight to just keep working towards the end game. They understand that doing this, even though it might not be enjoyable right now, helps me to get there. And you build that habit of repetition despite however you feel. Sometimes you're just mentally zoned out, but you still are bought into it, so you still do it rather than 
losing momentum. Everyone has their own training routine. Everyone takes breaks to some capacity unless there's some sort of freak in nature, but normally people take breaks or they at least like it enough to where they don't want to take breaks. It's different from person to person, but having that min that mentality of being balled in is very, very common in high performers or people who succeed to some degree. It's not something you have to be born with either. All of this stuff I'm going to be talking about isn't something where you're just born with it. Some people acquire these mindsets. For me, I've not been born thinking most of these things. I had to acquire them over time, either figure it out on my own or talk to people or observe other people to see what they do. But you don't have to be born having this mindset. So don't, don't think that like you can learn to have mindsets and, and philosophies and, and work towards that. Next topic. I feel like this next topic is very obvious, but a lot of people still do it. And this is me talking to myself as well. So I'm not just talking to you guys. I'm reminding myself of this one because I still sometimes do it. The next topic is stop complaining or at least stop complaining so much. That is important because when you're complaining, that is a sure tell sign that you're not you're not paying attention to the right thing. You're paying attention to what's unfair. You're paying attention to what makes you mad or what makes you sad or what makes you think that the other person is winning. It protects your ego because you find some way to justify that you, you lost not because of your own merit. You lost because this is unfair. And as such, you're going to point it out because it's not fair and you're angry about it. It doesn't help you. And it's physical proof or auditory proof uh, that you're, you're not focused on the important things. Again, like I mentioned before, other people figured out the stuff that you're complaining about, so it's not the game, it's you. And some people have to come to terms with that. And I myself, you know, when I start complaining, I make sure that I, I steer back to what's important. Because if I complain, I hear myself complain, and then I realize I'm complaining, and then I'm like, what are you complaining for? You need to be focused on what you're doing. So I, I self-correct even though I do do it. Uh, one of the games that's helping me point that out actually is Valorant. That game... I have felt very salty playing that game. But the cool thing about it is I usually feel salty when I die. <laughs> so I have time to cool off. Uh, the only thing I'm really thinking about at that moment should be giving information to my, my teammates. But other than that, I can kind of just, I'm angry, gah, why, that made me mad. Okay, what was it that made me mad? This person did this thing. Okay, well, what were they doing like specifically? Where were they? Oh, they were standing on this box in this corner and I didn't see them when I walked around the corner. Okay, well... Why were you not looking? Because you seems like you're surprised, so obviously you weren't looking for it. Like, isn't that your fault? You right. You right. Okay. All right. All right. That's a good point. Well, what can I do next time? Well, maybe you should just start with either peeking that corner, or if you're playing a character that can shoot to that wall, or get vision on that character, try doing something like that. Like, you play Cypher a lot. Don't you have a camera that you can put out there and see if they're there? If they see it, they'll shoot it, and you know they're there. So even if you lose the camera, you still know they're there, and you're not going to peek and get your head popped off too early. You can actually still stay useful. So why don't you at least try that and see what happens? And then from there, I can, ha I can run the same loop, but a new thing happens because I did something new rather than getting mad, complaining, and then doing the same thing again that got me in that situation in the first place. So that's, that's one idea. That's like a real-time example of what my brain does when I get mad. Because I do get mad. I do get angry. I do feel like something is unfair. But then I realize I come to my, my senses a little bit, and then I'm like, wait, no, they probably did something to beat me. And I got to come to terms with that and then figure out how I can beat them. So as I said, don't waste your time complaining. Stop it right now. Like make an agreement to just stop it as much as possible. Obviously, you're still going to do it because you're not Superman. You're not going to in one day, ah, 
I'm done complaining. It doesn't start like that. But if you, if you pay attention to what you're thinking, if you become bought into an idea, then by nature, you should start to stop complaining less because you're bought into learning. And if you're bought into learning, then you don't want to waste your time in any area if you don't have to. And from a logical standpoint, it's a waste of time to complain because you're wasting precious time that you could grow and learn something new. And then from an emotional standpoint, you don't get as angry. Unless you like being angry, and that's a whole other topic to talk about, but unless you like getting angry, uh, here's a reason not to do it. So why not just do it? The next topic is start asking more questions and start raising the quality of your questions. Start being more specific about what you're trying to learn. And if you can't be specific, maybe that requires you to think about it a little more or pull someone aside like myself, uh, maybe even VR Zafis, people who are good at breaking things down and talk to them until you can figure out and identify what the issue is. I can't speak for all communities, but I, I know in the Kalamazoo FGC, we're about growth, we're about learning. And if you feel like you can't talk to somebody about growing, then there's an issue. And you can always bring that to my attention. I'm not gonna, uh, again, I'm not about beef or anything like that, but if you wanna learn from somebody, I want you to do it. So specifically to the Kalamazoo FGC people and anybody who wants to interact, that's our Discord in person. You don't actually have to physically be here or represent the FGC, you know, Grand Rapids, Battle Creek, Detroit, uh, the Netherlands, I don't care, wherever you guys are from, you're part of the community as long as you're about growing and helping other people grow. So that said, uh, if you don't feel comfortable talking to somebody, there's a high probability that it's ego-based in some possibility. Now, it could be that you think that they don't like you, and that's still ego-based because you're too concerned about what they think about you to take action. You're, you're too focused on your ego because if you do, you get rejected by that person or, or embarrassed by that person, your ego hurts. You know, your, your, your self-worth hurts. And that is understandable. I've been there several times, okay? So I'm not judging you. I'm just pointing out a mindset you may be having. Uh, it could be the opposite where you don't like that person. You're mad at them because... Uh, either they're beneath you or they're better than you and you don't want to talk to that person or help that person, have that person help you. And, and that screams you're too focused on the self rather than focusing on uh, actually yourself and learning and growing and, and improving yourself. Uh, so that's unfortunate as well. But those are things you need to actually talk, talk about and, and get open about because everyone in this community should be talking and growing. I have not observed that personally, but I'm talking about examples I've seen in other communities. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to be about that. Uh, I want us all to grow and help other people grow. I really want to harp on the topic of asking better quality questions. Uh, take more time to identify what you think that issue might be uh, because it helps you think about the game more critically. Everyone learns a little bit differently. And I find that people who at least take some time to just theory fight on the game, think about the rules of the game or the mindsets and the psychology of the game and really just breaking it down a little bit with somebody else and seeing like, how do you think about the game? What do you do in this situation? Or, or why do you do this in this situation? Just understanding the game from a philosophical level in terms of just what people do. It, it can be very logical. It can be very amorphous. Everyone talks and, and learns about the game very differently. Uh, I like a little bit of both personally. I like the very, very logical, like hard data side of it, but I also like the philosophical, like this doesn't work every time or is something you're supposed to do all the time, but it's great to be aware of and it's, it's great to use it. Uh, and 
if you use it in the right terms, you can condition them and then it gets into psychology. So they call, they, they kind of all mix together. So as you get to understand the game better, you get to ask better questions. And then uh, it also forces the other person, if they've never answered that question in that way, it helps them to think about the game in a new way too. So by you asking that question, you're actually helping other people, whether they realize it or not. The last topic should be understood by now if you've been paying attention to any of these other topics, but that's don't let your ego get in the way of you growing. Uh, that includes talking to people, that includes doing your research, that includes learning in ways or, or being open to the fact that maybe a, a tactic isn't as cheap as you think it is. A great example is fireball spamming. A lot of people at lower levels of the game, it's like a, a barrier to, to getting better. I've seen so many people get locked out of fighting games because they're like, oh man, it's just projectile spamming or pressing the same combos over and over again. And like, they have this very, very limited understanding of how the game plays. And as such, they complain about very easy to beat tactics because they never got to a certain competency in the game. And that's, that's a lot of people just focus on their ego as a result of, like they're trying to protect themselves. I've seen people buy UMVC3, like this this story makes me so salty. And uh, Roach, if you're listening to this podcast and you you... You can comment and let me know like where I might be going wrong, but we had a customer at our GameStop in Alabama, and this guy returned UMVC three, Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom three, and said like, "What did he say?" Like he was he he lied through his team, and I hate to call him out like this, but it's just it's so long. The story is so old that like if he's still salty about this, I'm sorry, but it's a great story. But he returned to saying like people were were either cheap or he beat everybody, like the game was too easy or something like that. And, like, I don't know what this was in me. Like, I don't know what snapped because I'm, I'm usually, like, if someone wants to return a game, I usually let them. And I don't, I don't say anything. But this guy was our friend, and he, like, just said some dumb stuff about Marvel. <laughs> God, I can't get through this story. Okay. And so, like, me and my boy Roach were there. He, like, he played Marvel with me. We, used, we were, like, rivals in that game. That, that's what started my journey. Like, he's, he's a, a friend of mine that I still play games with to this day. And, like... He was trying to return the game and made some nonsense, and we called him out on it. And he finally, like, like got mad and admitted that, like, he wasn't good enough or didn't understand the game well enough. But, like, we wouldn't let the topic go. And I don't, like, I don't even know what got into me. But <laughs> I could not just let him return his game saying that, oh, no, the game the game is bad. Like, people, people are cheap. Or I'm pretty sure he said that he, like, was beating people and, like, he beat it and it was easy. I'm pretty sure that what, that's what made me call him out because I was like, hold up. He said some dumb stuff. I can't remember what it was. It might have been on Xbox Live. I'm ruining the story. I'm sorry. But the main point is that I just... This guy let his ego get in the way because he couldn't tell the truth about why he, he... He was returning the game. It was too hard. And, like, he couldn't even say that, honestly, to our face. And I, normally I wouldn't judge. I don't know what it was about me that day where I, I just, like, turned into a chat. <laughs> uh, I sound terrible. That aside... I can't stress enough that worrying about what other people thinking about you or focusing even on what you think of yourself, all in all, that doesn't help you. So the more you can practice being aware of what you're doing, you can redirect. So as soon as you bring attention to your thoughts, uh, you, can, you can control them. You can control your emotions. You don't get as mad. And if you do get mad, you don't spend so much time lingering on it and you don't take action based off your anger. Because another issue with being angry or being sad is that uh, you take action differently than when you're in your default focused mode. You actually have different default settings based on the emotion that you're on. And so it's really important to maintain those emotions. Good players don't get mad at stupid stuff because the, the stuff 
most times they're not getting mad because they know why they lost or they know why they did certain things. They're, they're, or they're trying to understand why because they, they know that the opponent did something better. They consistently acknowledge their opponent and what they do. There may be times where they do get upset with themselves or upset with maybe they, they do have that ego time where they get upset with something, but it's usually after the match is completely over uh, unless they're like nervous. It does still happen at a high level, but I, I would bet you the percentage is a lot lower. That's, that's how it is in most other fields. You know, you still do have the hotheads, but a lot of people who do get angry still play better when they're angry. Like Punk is one of those people where he can play better when he's angry, but he knows the game well enough to be able to do that, and he lets his anger motivate him. Whereas most people get angry, they complain the whole entire time they're in a match, in their head to complain, or out loud, uh, <laughs> and they lose the match because they're not even paying attention to it. So unless you're at the level of Punk or someone at that point, pay attention to your emo, pay attention to your ego, and, and don't complain. So I encourage you guys to write these down and just look at it and think about it a little bit on your own free time. I want you to sit down and just consider them. Do they make sense? Do you disagree? I really want to have conversations with these things because I think that everyone has it in them to share their own concepts and, and ideologies and all this other stuff as well. Like everyone can be an expert in self-development if they put enough time into it. And that's very, very useful. But if you just consider these questions and share them either in the Discord or on this podcast. What here resonates with you or what here can you what can you add to this list? Like what did I what did I skip over do you think? So that said, thank you guys so much. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, I stream. Once I get my PC set up, I'm building a new PC. Once it's all here, I'm going to build it and I'll be able to stream again. And we will be doing the Thursday tournaments and I'm looking at other days to stream as well. So stay tuned for updates because life's getting crazy. I'm trying to stay focused on it, but until then, I will see you all in the next one.